Okay, so this one's going to be everything to know about wheelchairs, ramps, ADA requirements. It's going to be a lot of numbers, so just try and memorize these numbers as best as you can. So 5 by 5 um, is the requirement for a 360 turning space. Min requirement, um, also 60 inches by 60 inches. That's the same thing. Recommended seating angle for a wheelchair is 80 to 110, so 90 falls in that. When someone's sitting in the chair, you want them to be 80 to 110, 90. Firm wheelchair seats provide stability, posture, positioning, and function, prevents contractures and WQ2 ulcers. Soft wheelchair seats deflate under pressure, not good for relief ulcers. Wheelchair, good for downtime with prosthesis, long distance, or train. Doors, 32 min, 36 recommended. Um, so yeah, 32 is the minimum clearing for a door. 32 is the recommended standard. Going down big step, um, you should go backwards with the caregiver slowly and wheels in contact. So I think that means like it said when they're going down a steep, you want the caregiver to bring you down backwards and have the wheels always in contact with the ground. So I think when you're going down stairs, you just want to be behind them and go stair by stair really slowly. You don't want them to go forward because they could go all the way down. Um, sports wheelchair, rigid construction, ultra light, low back, um, one foot slope, one inch rise. So one foot, one to 12, which is, yeah, one, one foot slope, one inch rise. So one to 12, I don't know, one foot, 12 inches. Multiply steps by inches of each stair. So, example, if there were four steps and there were three inches each, the ramp would have to be a 12-foot ramp. So, you just multiply. Ramp, no more than 30 feet without landing. 36 inches wide. Um, landing should be 5 by 5, required for decreased strength and endurance. Um, and, like, before, when there's a ramp, there should be a 5 by 5 plant form before the door. Um, and the door should extend 12 inches. Uh, wraparound armrests are space savers. They reduce by one inch, the wheelchair. Regular wheelchair is 18 wide by 16 deep by 20 high. I'll talk about the other ones in a bit. Hemi wheelchair, low seat, 17.5. Can propel with same foot and same arm. Remove offset hinges. They increase the door length two inches, remove door stops, um, increases by three-fourth width, C5 and above, powered wheelchair, most likely, railings, interior, one and a half inch from wall for easy grasp, so like in the inside, you want it to be one and a half inches from the wall, so there's an easy grasp if it's an inside railing. Exterior should be waist high, 36 to 38 inches, depending on your height. Um, with railings, um, or with ramps, you want curbs to prevent someone from going off the edge. Door swing with wheelchair, minimum of 18 inches. Um, I think it's inches. And 60 inches to clear depth facing door. Um, lever handles are more functional than knobs. Max height countertop is 36 inches. Pathways are 36 wide. 
So height of countertop, 36 inches for someone in a wheelchair to be able to reach pathways, you want to be 36 inches wide, which is same as the recommended for a door. Side reach, 54 inches. Forward reach, reach for getting something is 48 inches. Those are going to be quite tricky to remember. Okay, so these go over all the basics. Those are all just on test questions that I saw, but these are all of them in order now. ADA, um, access, uh, I'm going to go over that. Um, okay, these are, these are wheelchair now. Okay, wheelchair alignment. Pelvis first, then lower extremities, then trunk, then upper extremities, then head and neck, and then lastly, feet. So you want to do pelvis first to get the posture and control and lower extremities. Then trunk, upper extremities, head and neck are all kind of together, and then feet are last, pretty much. Um, lightweight wheelchair is 25 to 40 pounds. Standard is greater than 50. Proximal control um, helps with distal function. Wheelchair features, control mechanisms, brakes, anti-tippers, propulsion, um, one-arm drive, hand rim projections, motorized, lower extremity are all ways to do it, or you can just propose with your hands. Personalized um, features of this, lap tray, somewhere for your backpack, postural support. Consider transportability, adjustment, adaptive equipment, wheelchair components, armrests, detach, uh, trans to help with transfers, height adjustable, desk, um, work, full lap tray, wrap around, save space by one inch, leg rest, swing away are helpful for transfers, detachable, elevating for edema, limb board, residual limb. All these are different options for the categories foot plates swing away um they stop your feet from being on the oh if you swing away you can put your feet on the floor if you want heel loops stop your ankles from slipping or stop your feet from slipping ankle straps stop your ankles from slipping off footrests wheels they can be straight with a camber of zero further angle further the angle the greater the camber more camber um better lateral stability it's less bumpy uh, better maneuverability, so more camber is better for maneuvering. Tires can be pneumatic, which is air, um, which requires a lot of maintenance. you got to pump it kind of like a bike. It runs out of air. Semi-pneumatic is foam, um, less maintenance. And then solid core is mountains and the least amount of maintenance. So those are like hard. I'm assuming those would be heavier, though, and more expensive. So I'm assuming... Pneumatics the cheapest, and then foam is next. Casters, um, smaller is more maneuverability. Locks increase transfer stability. Um, frame folding, you can store it. Uh, weight lighter is easier to use, so the frame. Um, yeah, there's also a rigid frame, which is good for sports, but I haven't really read that much about it otherwise. I think it's just more durable with falls, a rigid frame. Anti-tippers prevent forward or backward tipping. Seat belts, safety and mobility. You want it at hip, le- hip level, 45-degree angle across the lap. Harness, trunk control problems. Mobile arm support for upper extremity weakness. Arm trows 
are for hypotonic and they prevent edema. Armtros, hypotonic, prevent edema. That could be a question. Brake extensions are for limited range of motion, so it just makes the brake longer, obviously. Head supports um, to help maintain eye contact, feeding, communication. Those would be for like a spinal cord upper injury, anywhere from C1 to C3, maybe even C4, probably even C4. Lap boards um, can produce a tabletop for function, eating, activities. Push handles help caregivers push um, push the client. Hill holder moves forward but automatically breaks when backwards, like a steep grade. So a hill holder helps with automatic breaks when there's a hill and you're going too fast. Okay, wheelchair measurements. With widest point um, you want to add to. So then there's also... I took a test on this today. Chair width, weight over the widest area for pressure relief, compromising with narrowness for maneuverability. So weight, you want to make it as wide as possible to get that good pressure relief, but you also want to make it narrow so it can be better maneuvered. Depth, posterior buttocks to popliteal fossa, you want to subtract two from depth. Measure both lower extremities, use the shortest length. So then from the test, um, maybe it didn't say anything about, oh yeah, it didn't say anything about that in the test. Um, so depth, back height, seat surface, including cushion, upward to under scapula, mid scapula, axilla, or top of shoulder, any of these, depending on how much stability you need, um, the lower the back height, more functional, you can um, propel more or propulsion more easily because um, your shoulders aren't blocked by the back um, but higher has better stability for people with less postural control so with a sports wheelchair you'd want it to be lower um, yeah so yeah it depends on postural stability and intended movements the back height um, the back height in the test said it supports body while legs are parallel to the floor. That's what a good seat height is. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. Um, standard seat height is 20. Hemi is 17.5, which I already said. Armrest um, height, shoulders, you want the shoulders to be in neutral. Arms at sides and elbows in 90 degree flexion. If it's too high, you're going to be shrugging. Uh, too low, you're going to be leaning forward. So you want it to be just right. You're going to measure under the elbow for that. Um, and the test said proper armrest height um, allows for proper posture and alignment for upper extremity, and it allows for changes in positioning. And then, oh yeah, so that's it. So the things that you want to... Um, okay, did I say back back height? Yeah. Function and support of back. Okay, I already said back height. Um, oh, so back height, I said all those things. But then seat height is distal thigh to heel. Uh, so how high you want the seat up is going to determine your legs. Um, 
both lower extremities use the shortest one measure both of them use the shortest foot rest should have two inch clearance so you want to add two inches wheelchair cushion affects the seat height so remember that that's like how high the seat is up from the ground I made a little mistake. This one you want to be 20 for standard, 17.5 for Hemi. So when you're measuring wheelchair measurements, you're measuring width, which is the widest point, plus 2 inches. Depth, which is posterior buttocks to popliteal falsa, minus 2. Back height, um, which is seat surface, including cushion, upward to somewhere on the back. Seat height. Uh, which is distal thigh to heel, both lower extremities. Use the shortest one. You want two-inch clearance from the ground. And then uh, armrests. Height and shoulders. Height, shoulders, and neutral, arms and sides. Um, yeah, so the things to remember. Depth, you subtract two of the seat depth. And then, oh yeah, so depth is how how long it is pretty much so the length of the chair um and you want to subtract two so your knees aren't awkwardly weirdly bent and i don't know makes sense to me so width plus two depth minus two are the are the things and then seat height you want to add two to give um the footrest a two inch clearance off the ground so that makes sense too Seat height, you want them to be up two more than what you would measure so their feet are pretty much two inches off the ground. Everything else I said was probably really confusing, but special wheelchair, wheelchairs. This will get a little more um, straightforward now. Reclining back, high back reclines, pressure relief, blood pressure, respiration support. But reclining back, when you're reclining them, the angle of their body is going to change. So that's something to keep in mind. They're not going to be at 90 anymore. They're going to be at like 130 or something. Or if they go forward, they're going to be at 70. So it can relieve pressure, but it also is going to change the angle. Tilton space, on the other hand, does not change the angle. The entire seat and back tilt to maintain hip and knee at 90. Uh, it's good for pressure relief, BP, respiration, and tone. One-arm drive. Manual uses one arm. Hemi height, um, non-affected, lower extremity, upper extremity, amputee, axle moved posteriorly to increase stability and center of gravity. Attendant, pushed by someone else. Uh, due to inability to self-propel, manual wheelchair, independent propel, rigid or folding frames can be modified, powered wheelchair, battery-powered operation methods, can't use upper extremity. That's for like a spinal cord or someone with like arthritis, someone who can't use a manual wheelchair anymore. This can change seat height, tilt, um, sturdy, large, heavy. Powered wheelchairs are heavy or really hard to transfer. That was one of my questions. Um... Yeah. Standard enables independent standing. Um, I'm going to get into that a little bit, but it's really good to stand. Um, get your body in a change position. Bariatrics are heavy duty. Stair climbing help people navigate, navigate stairs with um, sensors. Okay. I only have one more page. Seating. Solid. Uh, is the one where you get the hammock effect, which I'm not really sure what that is, but I think you just kind of sink into it. Um, it's stable and easy to, or maybe it shapes you, I don't know. 
what the hammock effect is, but solid hammock effect, stable and easy to remove. Foam, comfort, and posture. Um, pressure relief. These are comfort and posture. Contoured uh, enhances alignment. So now these other ones are pressure relief ones. Fluid is good for stability. Relief without change of position. Air um, provides minimal support, but good relief for um, pressure, but not, not great posture. You need to have good posture to have an air-filled cushion. Visoelastic memory returns to original state, shape, uh, stable thermal properties. That's like a foam. Memory foam, it returns to its original shape after you're out of it. Flexible matrix, pressure redistribution, prevents moisture, accommodates to the person's body. So that one really sticks to the person, I think. I don't know. These are all kind of confusing. Viso, elastic fluid, stable, thermal, and dampening. And then alternating is one that provides relief and changes pressure of cushion. So it alternates pressure. And then hybrid, I think, is the best one. So best seating would be hybrid. It's probably expensive, but it provides postural support, thermal pressure redistribution. Oh, postural support, thermal properties, like it's good with heat and prevents moisture, and pressure redistribution. A wedge um, prevents sliding, so that's when it would be angled. Pelvic guides stabilize the pelvis. Lateral supports, trunk support. Um, yeah, it, lateral supports provide trunk support. Bariatric, weight in front of the person for bariatric patients. So you want to put the axle forward to make sure the uh, center of gravity is maintained. For bariatric wheelchairs, you want to make sure that there's um, power applications for fatigue, hard tires, you want sturdy tires. Uh, reclining so they can get that pressure relief and adjustable backrest. Amputees bilateral. You want the weight um, behind, so you want to put the axle back because they're missing those um, limbs in the front, so they're, the center of gravity is off and it's further back. Um, and you want anti-tappers for amputees. Pediatrics um, are normally customized chairs. Uh, standards are very good. Prone is used to decrease tonic labyrinth reflex, and supine is used to um, give posterior support. Um, yeah, that's good. Stability, you want to put the axle behind the client center of max for better movement. Um, you want to put the client center of mass behind the axle. So you want to put the axle in front of the center of mass for better movement. Um, when the axle is aligned below the shoulder, access to push rooms is improved. So right below, movement efficiency is increased because the user can go further with fewer strokes. Moving the axle up relative to the seat Lowers the seat height, which improves stability. If the seat is too low, though, there's poor propulsion patterns. may result because of abducted arms. Quick-release wheels can be easily removed. 
Uh, power assist wheels have motor in the wheel hub. These wheels decrease the effort needed to push, though. Um, okay. Let's see what's important here. Flipping through the PDF now. Um, so marginal ambulatory users can need a wheelchair on occasion. Manual wheelchair users can propel a manual wheelchair with both upper extremities, lower extremities, or one of each, or is pushed by an attendant or caregiver. Um, marginal manual wheelchair user can propel for short distances, tolerated only limited because of upper extremity overuse injury. May at times use a manual or power wheelchair, or totally severely mobility impaired user is unable to self-propel a manual wheelchair, is dependent on a power chair or attendant. Um, there were more things that... So, this made it a little more clear. Um, flat cushions do not accommodate the body shape. They're appropriate for people who need minimal or no posture support. Standard contour surfaces have contours based on typical body sizes. They're better support than flat, but less expensive than custom. Custom-made shape specifically to the client's body. They provide the most support, distribute pressure across the surface, and are more expensive than standard contoured surfaces. Uh, disadvantages, they are limit, limit clients to one position, transfers are more dis difficult, and it's not adaptable. It doesn't accommodate to growth. They're appropriate for clients who need support to maintain balance, have pelvic or spinal deformities, have muscle tone abnormalities, or need additional lumbar support. Um, foam is soft and pliable, lightweight, low cost, but heat and moisture can build up. Custom contoured foam is more expensive and provides better postural control, but yeah, okay, so custom contoured foam is better. Gel filled, um, shape, form to the shape of buttocks, they are adequate for posture control, they're heavy, but they are sensitive to, and are sensitive to temperature. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. Air filled. Are lightweight, provide even pressure relief, but have to be properly inflated to perform well. They also have, yeah, airweight, bad stability. Honeycomb-shaped plastic, they didn't talk about that in the other one. These cushions provide uneven pressure relief and are lightweight. Hybrid, these cushions incorporate a combination of materials, typically foam and gel. Alternating pressure, these cushions provide scheduled pressure relief through alternating levels of inflation and deflation. Okay, I didn't know that they were scheduled. Um, they reduce postural stability. I think we learned about that when we went to the wheelchair place. Um, okay, I'm going to see quickly. Seating position that you want... Um, this is the reference seated position. The trunk is upright in a midline position. The hips and knees and ankles are flexed at 90. The pelvis is in neutral. The head is in mid position. The arms are at the side of the trunk with the elbows flexed to 90. And I'm just going to talk. This one had different measurements for the weight of... Oh, and then frame. Um, the material is made of stin, aluminum, or titanium. Affects chair weight. 
Its structure, fixed folding electric, affects its durability, storage, and transportability. Doesn't say what the difference between rigid and... Um, okay. I don't know. So that's frame. Um, standard chairs are typically 35 pounds. I said they were greater than 50 in the other one, which is not true. Um, these are K0001. Lightweight chairs are less than 35 pounds. Adjustability is limited. Um, these are K0003. Ultra lightweight chairs are less than 30 pounds. Um, the book said 25, so I don't know. They're available with rigid or folding frames. They have adjustable axle and quick release wheels and are customizable. Um, and then heavy duty chairs are K006. These are for clients that are greater than 250 pounds. K007 is for clients that are greater than 350 pounds. So standard is one, just now one. Lightweight is three. Ultra lightweight is five, because these are all K and then all these numbers. Then heavy duty is seven, is six, and then all seven for even heavier. So we got one, three, five, six, seven are the numbers if we're supposed to remember those. Scooters are for clients whose walking ability is limited. Um, they don't, they are more difficult to steer than power wheelchairs. That was one of my questions. They have a large turning radius and the seat swivels, which may make transfers easier, but they have limited adjustability. Um, okay. That's all I'm going to say.